Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of Between Two Couches. I'm joined by Sean and Sam, and we're gonna talk about when you get through that, that sort of honeymoon period of training and what keeps you going when you, know, you get through it. So, Sean, Sam, people kind of see you and it's natural to assume that you guys just had that natural ability from the start. So, Sean, like, A, did you have natural ability at the start? You know, were you able to clean and jerk what you can now? Absolutely not, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I always played sports and I was athletic growing up, but I didn't just wake up one day and walk up to a barbell and snatch 145 kilos. It, uh, it's been a, God, it's been seven, seven, eight years since I first snatched, I suppose. Um, so it's been a bit of a journey, but there's been a process involved. Okay. So um, if, if on your first day snatching, someone said you'd hit 145 kilos, would you have believed them? No. Could you deadlift 145 kilos at that stage? No. Okay. I mean, if, if someone said that to me when I started, I'd be like, you're batshit crazy. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd love to back squat that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, from where, from, where I, from, from where I started to where I am now, I mean, it's, it's been a journey, but like, I, I, never, I never thought that it wasn't possible, but I never... I, w I never really got hung up on if I, will I ever get there, you know what I mean? I never had a number in my mind that, well, if I get to this number, that's it, hanging up the boots, I've, I've made it. It's just been kind of like, oh, well, let's just keep kind of plodding along and, yeah. and see where, where it takes me, you know? Yeah. And that's a big thing when people are starting off. They think, well, if only I could do my first pull-up, yeah. then I'm fit, you know? But what happens? Like, what happened when you got your first pull-up, Sam? First pull-up? Um... I just remember thinking, oh, that's just a bit of a journey to get there because you, you know you're starting with your ring rows, uh, you're doing the negatives, you have to jump up slowly down. Your arms are shaking, your hands hurt, and then when eventually, I remember going hands, for my yeah. soft hands, going for my first. I remember smacking my face off the bar one time as well. <laughs> I was quite young, and we had to pull up bar in the gaff, and it took a, took a lot of time. So okay, so you didn't just have muscle ups that we see. Oh no. no. And how long did it take you to work to get your first muscle? Uh, I think it was like eight months of doing it several times a week. Okay. So I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to do ring dips. You have to start practicing your false grip. You start having to pull yourself up in your false grip. Then mm -hmm. you do your kind of attempts. Oh, I got close that time I was here, but didn't quite make it. I started shaking, but didn't get there quite. And then one day you come in, you just go, oh, all right, I'm going to go for it. And then might happen, might not, but when it does happen, yeah. yeah. And then when you did, you just walked out of the gym, you were done. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't running around going. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was nice, it was a nice feeling for sure. But that's when uh, your goals probably change. Okay, now I want to get two, so you the, the goalpost moves or whatever. Mm -hmm. You want to get three, I want to do them strict, I want to do them kipping, or I want to do them on a bar, I want to do them on the rings. You know, it doesn't just end yeah. with like, okay, I've done my muscle up, now I can retire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you had the goal of, of making yeah. regionals, and now you've made regionals. So, like, that's it, right? You've made, you've made your goal, so... Oh, I've retired. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> These shirts are redundant. Yeah, this is <laughs> um, No, so the goal, the goal post to change again, so I want to do better at regionals. Maybe next year, top 10, top 15. Maybe a year after, or a year after that. Become close to qualifying the games, or qualify for the games. And yeah. then 
if that becomes a thing I can do, maybe do just see how well I can do the games, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. It keeps it keeps uh, ideally keeps moving forward, yeah. keep the up in the stakes. Take a scalp from Fraser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you but you're not unhappy, I suppose. There's kind of two sides of that. One oh, is no. you've hit your yeah. goal and that's awesome, well yeah. done. But it came as a result of hard work. But then like you just set the next goal and continue to work. Mm. Yeah. So Sean, what what keeps you coming back? Because you've you've made it to worlds in weightlifting. Like there's there's no higher thing to do in this. Okay. But what do you do that following Monday or the week after when you have your week off? Like what motivates you to get back into the gym once you've hit a goal? You know, because there's people who, you know, they might want to lose a certain weight or or you know become fit and then they do it and then they forget that, oh, I'm still fit, you know? Yeah. What, what motivates you to, to keep coming back into the gym every day? I mean, for me, it's, uh, it's just really enjoying the process and just being grateful for the, being grateful for the, the opportunity to be able to, to train and to be able to achieve these things um, that at one stage in my life, I never thought I would ever achieve them. So the gratitude that I have to be able to come in here and weightlift and train and, and be coached by you and great and be around great people that just inspires me every day just to come in and, and be here um, and I think that's I mean like that you said I, I lifted at Worlds and obviously the Worlds I didn't do I didn't I mean I bombed at Worlds let's call it spade a spade snatch PB and I missed on McLean jerk so I'm that motivated me I want to go back and, and rectify that this year or maybe next year but it isn't it, it's still a case of I'm grateful that I, I was there yeah. And that I can come in and I can train towards that goal again or beyond it, you know what I mean? Who knows, Tokyo, whatever. Okay. Um, and do you find that gratitude comes easier or it's like something you have to work on? Because I know yesterday you did a bad day by your own standards, training-wise. Yeah. Um, sometimes, some days it's easier than others, but most of the time it's, I'm, I'm grateful for, wor for where I am. Um, Especially since I've moved back to Ireland, I've been, it's, I've had a lot more gratitude for the, um, the people here in CFI. Because when I was in America, I was running a gym and I had first child and with loads of stress. And I mean, I used to, like you know, I used to train maybe an hour, an hour a day, four hours a week if I could. And um, I mean, I was grateful for that at the time because that's how I could, I could manage. But back here now, where I have more time and it's, it's more structured and I have more time to be able to train and, and focus on things, I'm really, really just, just grateful to be able to do it. And you, sometimes you have bad days, of course, but the bad days don't define you, you know what I mean? You don't let the bad days define you. You say, well, I still put in the effort and I'm happy with my effort and I'll just chalk it up to one of those days and move on. Okay, because you can't dictate the results, so. No, you can only control your effort. Yeah, so more so in your sport, you can say, right, well, you need to hit a marker of 150, 180, but Sam, your sport, you don't get to choose your placings, you know? Yeah. You could PB your snatch, you could PB your unbroken muscle ups, mm. and along comes 20 other guys and they do better. Yeah. So what keeps you positive in that respect when, or if your best isn't, isn't quote unquote enough? Um, well, if your best isn't, well, that's out of your control. Yeah, I can't, I can't make someone do worse at muscle ups. Right. I can only do, my best at my muscle ups and hope it fares up the correct way. Okay. I can't go, I can't sabotage someone else somehow, you know? Yeah. So you have to just you do your- You can grease up his rings on the competition yeah. floor, no. You have uh, some hired goons. Okay. 
<laughs> Not that I thought about it. <laughs> so uh, I apologise for using the term to grease up someone's ring, by the way. <laughs> but um, you can only do your absolute best. So like, um, yeah. So you're saying max muscle ups. If I'm doing my, some guy gets, I don't know, 25 muscle ups. Yeah. I get say 23 or something. Yeah. I put off on the last one. I've given it everything, and I'm like shaking to get up there, wherever. And I've known I've done my absolute best. There was nothing left in the tank. All you can do is be satisfied at that point. Because okay. I, there was nothing I could personally do to do better okay. without hiring some goons. Okay, so you're, without hiring goons, <laughs> it's more it's just be happy that what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So, John, back to you. Um, people like are inspired by your strength, you know, and your haircut. Yeah. Okay. And do you want to get a shot of the shoes? And his shoes. And his shoes. These are new shoes. But people are inspired by your strength and, and your mobility and all that. Okay. So I guess then, like, what inspires you? What inspires me is is um, is seeing. I mean, helping helping normal people, ordinary Joes, come in in here, and they're achieving things that they never thought they could possibly do. So people see me snatching whatever 145 king jerk 170, and from my perspective, I've, I mean I've worked hard to get there, but I don't make a massive deal out of it because it's just I'm just pursuing my goals and, and working hard. Mm. But when I see people come in and they're afraid to go upside down, do handstands, and then they achieve their their first handstand hold and or to get a first rope climb, that inspires me because like here's these people starting their journey, yeah. and I've I've had some part to play in them achieving that and that's the beauty of being a coach that's why I love helping people and coaching people because that inspires me to say well these people are only starting their journey and they've achieved this and achieved that so there's no reason why I can't achieve my goals no matter how far they might feel like they're out of reach or they're in the future everyone everyone is along wherever they are on their, their journey and they're achieving things and that inspires me so like I'll, I'll use one of our members Steph for example she does PT with me every week and when she came to me first she was like oh I'd love to be able to do a rope climb and I'd love to be able to do this and that and I said well, we'll just work our way or we'll just keep keep grafting and we'll put the effort in and it'll come don't over overthink it and worry about it and then we did a workout one day and she did six rope climbs out of nowhere and I was like there you go and that and that from my perspective that inspires me to like to put 146 on the bar try dive under it do you know what I mean yeah Steph can do go from no rope climbs to six in a workout. Why can't I? When you consider that rope climbs stop throning from winning the games at one exactly point. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. You know. And they give people with handstands. Steph like, has a full time job that she's got to work nights. So. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. She mm. works shift work and um, so stuff that that inspires me. Helping regular people come in here, achieve things that they never thought possible. Yeah, and the other things like we've probably all had coaches in our lives are made a big impact like I could think of a few you know on our lives and to be able to do that possibly to someone else that's pretty cool you know yeah very fulfilling yeah yeah absolutely so, so one last question for you Sam it's quite clear you love it yeah. but also that you love the stuff that you're not good at you know mm. so what would your advice to be to someone to help them <coughs> one of the better term fall in love with the work and being humbled every day. Yeah, you know? okay. Because so, you don't like rowing, but you put on the rower so many times a week. I don't know? mind rowing. Like it's okay, you, it's you, a part of CrossFit. And yeah. It's, 
you can't sign up oh I'm signing up for this for CrossFit minus rowing yeah you know it's cross, rowing is in CrossFit so you have to accept that and fall in love with it you can't say you love CrossFit but I don't love XYZ and you know so there's a and the other side of it is you're not going to get where you are if you just do the stuff you like you're not going to get anywhere sorry so if you're doing I love deadlifts I love squatting may say your strength is your thing and you, all you do is strength you're going to get strong you might injure yourself and then you can't do some of that strength stuff anymore but uh, then you're only strong then you go into rower you could probably pull the thing for a 2000 estimated calorie thing for 10 seconds and then then you're yeah, <laughs> you're gone so that's the whole you have to be well-rounded so if you want to be well-rounded you want to be good you want to compete not even if you want to compete just want to be healthier and happier yeah. you got to be you got to love it all you can't neglect some things because then your fitness is unbalanced okay. well, cherry picking. So you're going into workouts going this is getting me this is getting me fitter it might be a bit painful but on the, you'll be on the other side of it in 10 minutes time you'll feel the exact same as if you didn't do it you know so you might as well do it and give your best that's a mindset thing you have. Yeah. you've got to you've got to accept that the whole it's all encompassing you've got to yeah take it all put your best effort in every aspect of it because at the end of the day you'll come back out more rounded more yeah. well-rounded exactly you can't think oh well i don't like this or i don't like that no it's nonsense <laughs> yeah you sign up for a fitness sport that encompasses everything yeah and then you're saying you don't like stuff doesn't make any sense. You're in the wrong sport. You go to the go to the, the running club if that's what you want to do. You know. Yeah, yeah. But even even Sean is in a more specialised sport. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll only snatch and clean and jerk once a week, if even. And then it's a lot of pressing, a lot of gymnastics, a lot of carries, a lot of core. Mm. You know, that's nothing to do with a barbell. Yeah. You know, and you've got to essentially tell yourself, this makes me better. This will add kilos to the barbell and yeah. keep me healthier. But at the end, that's trusting the process. I mean, being more growth focused, believing that okay, well, I, I'm not snatching the clean jerking six days a week. I'm snatching once, clean jerking once, and then it's all accessories like push, pull, yoke carries, all that good stuff. Mm. And I just trust the process is going to make me stronger. A beast. So when I get back to the snatches, I'll horse it over my head. <laughs> Love and trust. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Okay, well guys, uh, special thanks to uh, Mr. Ronan Scollard for setting up the audio on this. So, we really appreciate that as well. Hopefully you can hear us over the boys washing cars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, tickets for his gig are still available. Okay, you can get them on ticketmaster.ie or I have a few of them selling out of the back of the car as well. Okay. <laughs> guys, thanks, uh, thanks very much. That was episode 11 of Between Two Couches. See you there.